Woo! We back. We real as shit. Fucking crazy, motherfucker. Yay. Acid flashback review coming at you again. That's right. For those of you who haven't taken acid, don't do it. Yes. If you have, then you know what we're talking about. Exactly. You'll see things. Things that no mortal should see. Things that your uncle never showed you. Exactly. It's like, it's like you know, called Bloodborne, where you acquire this shit called Insight, and like it basically just lets you see really messed up shit happening all around you. That's basically what acid is. You take it, and you just can never see things the way they were again. It's like, oh, no. Yeah, but maybe on a more positive note. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. I'm joking around. <laughs> if you take acid, you just see everything morbid around you. Like, just, like, yes. all hell. Like, the, the gates of hell just open. The zipper gets unraveled. You, you take some acid, and then you stare at your hand, and you're like, wow. Like, my dying. is just dying, man. Or moving. <laughs> yeah, that too. Well, I don't know. Me, I, I'm a more so I guess I always go to like the death thing. Yeah, for me on on psychedelics, it depends on my mood. I remember when you and I first like tried mushrooms. I kept looking at the the Coldplay poster and going like, "He's got horns, man. He keeps turning into the devil." And you're like, "No, he's not." Like, quit. and then it was just my own perception. You know, I was seeing things in pictures that might not have been there, or it was just me projecting my own devilish thoughts or whatever. I know. Um, and now, now you just outed me to the world as a Coldplay fan. I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm insulted now. I know you're not in the Coldplay anymore. It's fine. Honestly, <laughs> like I could probably still like, I could go back and listen to a few Coldplay songs, but like, I'm not the shit that they're doing lately is just like, why are you guys even a band anymore? <laughs> Honestly, their music hasn't been because like, you know, Coldplay's music was never that great. Like, especially when you compare it to stuff like Radiohead. Like, they were yeah. just never that really great musically. Their songs were diverse. But, you know, they wrote some, like, decent poppy songs. And when they had a good producer, like, when they worked with Brian Eno's album, like, okay, you guys can actually put out, like, some decent enough shit. But just, like, yeah, them continuing on and just their trend chasers and they just... They'll fucking do or say anything, and Chris Martin is just the most banal fucking lyricist. Like, he's never yep. written a deep lyric in his whole fucking life. They're just milking the cow. Like, yeah, but at the same time, I feel like I feel like they are what they do. Like, I'm I'm about to dig the hole even deeper because else I've actually been to a Coldplay concert. <laughs> oh yeah. And in their shows, like, they are, like, Chris Martin is very, like, you know, he, he goes out for it. Like, very energetic. He puts a lot of energy into his show. Like, you can tell that he's at least, like, you know, passionate kind of about what he's doing, even though his music kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Like, you see those guys, some of the guys who are really good, they just don't give a fuck because they're like, well, I'm so good, it doesn't matter. But... The guys that aren't that good, like, yeah, they're trying to make up for it. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, like, Coldplay, like, the only song that I can think of is, like, Viva La Vida with the violins or clocks or something like that, or, like... Yeah, Viva La Vida, which, again, like, Viva La Vida, like, you know, they're not fucking playing those violins. That's all shit no. they put together in a studio, you know what I mean? <laughs> dun, 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 Just song, dun, dun. And especially when they play alive it's literally just like fucking hitting the samples and singing 
Loki. I remember watching him perform that. What the fuck is even the point? Yeah. Well, that's always been my, like, for my music, like, I've, everything I record, I want it to be exactly how it would sound like performed live. You know, like, I understand there's certain value that's, to studio. Yeah, that's a noble. Studio. Like, there's there's certain value to studio work and such, but, like, I don't feel like I'm all that good. So the best thing I can do is be as authentic as I can in my recordings. Like I could, you know, I could candy coat it and put cookie cut it and make it sound all pr- good production. But then when people come see me live, it's like, it doesn't even sound like you like, and I don't want that. Like, <laughs> well, it's, it's weird. Like there's like that where like, you know, they'll, their studio recording sounds nothing like their fucking live show or whatever. But you think like a band, like Radiohead, for example, like their music, like they actually do a pretty good job at recreating all the weird shit they do in studio on stage and they do it in a way authentic like they use samples and like laptops and stuff for music but it still feels performance you know like it still feels like they're actually some real shit as opposed to a lot of these bands today where it's just like okay hit a button yeah It's just, I guess it's just easier. Like, are you going to bring all that gear or are you just going to bring one loop pad? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And like, I, I don't know. It's weird. Like, you think like, you know, think of like, like Come Sail Away, for example. Like that song, the first half of it is pretty like conventional. Yeah. But then it just turns into like this weird, like, all these synthesizers and shit. It's like, what the fuck is of this and like do you did they recreate that when they played it live was that just like when people oh yeah out everybody on acid was like yeah no back then man like come sail away came out i think in like 70 78 i think or 78 like late 70s i think yeah yeah sticks was kind of an 80s band like yeah like they're 40 they've been around for 45 years well sticks are a weird band because everybody talks about how much they suck <laughs> like it's still like in culturally like songs i i kind of throw sticks in the same well i don't i hate to say this but you kind of throw them in the same category as rush where it's like it's like a not a hidden gem but like a, a guilty pleasure you know it's like and like eh, I, I, I enjoy listening to sticks like i listen to sticks every now and then but like i do agree when i hear it i'm kind of like fuck like this this is so cheesy like <laughs> I don't know if that's a good comparison, though, because, like, is there anyone in Sticks that's as good as Neil Peart or Alex Lifeson? Like, um, no, I guess not, no. See, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, like, Rush wrote a lot of, like, kind of, you know, their music is cheesy and it's kind of nerdy stuff. But at the same time, like, they actually had serious chops. Yeah, but, it, like, I mean, like, I compare them in the same as in, uh... Musically, like, I guess. Like, hidden, like... A Rush fan's a Rush fan. A Sticks fan is a Sticks fan. You know, like. <laughs> well, it's hard for us to say because, like, what do, do Rush get like a lot of airplay outside of Canada? Because here we hear them a lot on the radio. But I wonder if, like, are they considered like standard issue classic rock in like the states? Can you just turn on the radio and like, oh, it's Tom Sawyer, Spirit of the Radio, to the Heart, or something? I'm I'm sure you probably hear like Spirit of the Radio and Closer to the Heart down there. Probably I'll... Tom Sawyer. Like I think Tom Sawyer yeah. might be their biggest song because that's been used in like a lot of movies and shit. Or like YYZ. Like that's probably one of their most known songs. Like. Yeah, but <clears throat> oh shit! <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> oh fuck! What happened? <laughs> yeah, like <clears throat> YYZ is kind of big for like music nerds, but I feel like a lot of casual mu- music people wouldn't know that. 
Like they might no. be able to recognize the riff or something, but like, oh yeah, that's because it's it's just a straight up instrumental, right? Yeah, it was based off well, well is the Toronto uh, Air, airport, airport code, right? Yeah. And they all, what they what they did what they did is the the rhythm or time signature that they used to write the opening sequence was actually Morse code. So Y Y Z da na na da da na na da 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 da. That's Morse code for Y Y Z. See, that's what I mean. Like Rush did like nerdy stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I've actually I've been learning. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Tom Sawyer probably like just that. Nice. It's it's a tough one. <laughs> you want to commemorate this time we're living in, this weird fascist time where everything is becoming illegal? Well, even, remember in high school, I was always saying like the that prophecy of like 20, 2112. I had it always posted. It was always like in my locker. And it said that like, you know, by the year 2062, like a galactic war kind of broke out and that we're under the Red Star Solar Federation and the, the priests of the Temple of Syrix are delegating what we what we do. And there's no art forms that exist anymore. Like forms of expression don't exist because the world is in such chaos that they needed to create like extreme order to keep the machine rolling. Yeah, and, and then Bro finds like a guitar and he's like, Oh my god. And yeah, he and learns he presents, to make the forbidden music again. Yeah, and he presents it to the priest and they destroy the instrument. They're like, This is old news, fuck you, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and it How it dare just, you try to be creative. I just it's and it, this is ever since I read that for the first time and I always felt like that's where things were going for me anyways I always felt like the music or art forms are the last stranglehold because like once they take that away then like we really don't have nothing <laughs> I guess you're right I yeah but like in the <clears throat> in the 80s there was like 70s and 80s like a lot of the musicians and stuff were writing about fascism and control and how we were all going to lose our individuality i guess we should have listened well the cold war was happening or the, or the fight against communism you know like yeah and then you know vietnam war like again more misinformation and, and more like what I, mean, I hate using that term but just like more information <laughs> like i was i was check that i was reading a newspaper check this out man this is fuck like i was what to say here human oh rights tribunal yeah, I always read the newspaper. In 2021? <laughs> yeah, I've been doing this since I left uh, Ontario. I just... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Socially aware. But um, it's a BC Human Rights Tribunal tosses complaints over COVID vaccine card, right? Yeah. And it, it says here, like, um, the human rights complaints don't apply. Reasonable accommodation may include serving a customer outside or, or providing an online delivery service. If reasonable accommodation is not provided to someone with a disability, that may amount to discrimination. And then it follows up here. The Human Rights uh, Commissioner Kasari Gavender says, a person who chooses to not to get vaccinated as a matter, matter of personal choice or personal preference, especially where it's based on misinformation or misunderstandings of scientific oh does not have grounds for human right complaints. And what the fuck is that? Yeah, that's bullshit. Like, but just that line, especially where the choice is based on misinformation or misunderstandings of scientific information, does not have grounds for human rights complaints. Like, who are they to say that the information we're reading is is invalid? Like, you know, <laughs> exactly because right, like we're science is becoming a cult, man. I'm really getting fucking tired of hearing these people. Like, 
people nowadays they invoke science the same way that fundamentalists invoke God. Yeah, like becoming a religion. Science is just this all-powerful, all-knowing. Like we can't critique it in any way. Bad science. There is no such thing as like you know faulty science. There's no such thing as someone making a mistake. There's no such thing as propaganda or companies trying to pull power grab things exist just follow the fucking facts we have given you well let's just say are we supposed to isn't that what science is are we supposed to question that shit yeah and what about like doctors who are making their own independent studies and bringing up valid points i guess they're misinformation too well if it doesn't fit the agenda then they just dismiss it altogether and you know what this happens in science all the time they they get they have tunnel vision on an idea and instead of like (laughs) instead of getting stuff peer reviewed or whatever they just or it's, it's just like having an opinion really it's like if people don't line up with your opinion you're going to surround yourself with people who do you know so that's what the science world is like the science world is the same it's like i have this idea and i'm like yeah i'm on board you're cool like yeah i'll, I'll prove it for you you know and then like you know it's peer-reviewed stuff but then you just pay these peers to like approve your things even if they're true or not and then it goes up the line it's like it's just more politics you know exactly <laughs> It's not the science, it's the people pushing it. Yeah. <laughs> and the companies, the government, all those people, man. And anybody who comes out with some type of valid information or, or, or like an argument, for example, that has very supporting like uh, points is a, immediately dismissed. Like, oh, he's a kook. He's a fucking, <laughs> like, he's a, he's a radical. Like, <laughs> Yes. Are you dying? Well, you want to talk about like... <laughs> misinformation and disinformation like the government <coughs> and all of these people have been lying long it's like how do we <coughs> how do we even know <laughs> what to believe anymore like <coughs> now they're trying to punish people for being oh well you ha- basically <laughs> basically <coughs> we won't recognize any kind of human rights violation because you're just an idiot who doesn't understand science it's so fucking condescending. Yeah. <laughs> Them buckets are kicking your ass, bro. <laughs> yeah, they are. I'm trying. I'm powering through it, man. I'm a hero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it's like, um, I have a friend who's a teacher, and uh, she, um, she's been telling me about how the curriculum in school is changing, and like they're trying to like they're trying to like really. Well, basically, the curriculum is saying that, like, we need to teach white, like, about white privilege and racism and how to not be racist. And they're teaching children that don't even know who the fuck they are yet to be guilty for just being like them, you know, or yeah. empowering other other cultures because of what the, they've suffered. And it's just like, and she, she hates it. She's she, she's been voicing herself. And then, you know, like, she basically got, like, shunned out of her job. But luckily, you know, there's. You can't get fired for that kind of shit. <laughs> uh, well, yet, <clears throat> yeah. There's a <clears throat> there's a name for that stuff. It's called critical race theory. Yeah, the fuck is critical race theory? Like, fucking stupid. They're essentially just trying to teach that white supremacy is something that's really tied into culture. Like, basically, all of society and all of our modern day culture is just all related to white supremacy, all power structures relating to whiteness. White people need to accept that us being white is evil and bad for society 
And even if we try not to, we're still going to be contributing to white supremacy and blah, blah, blah. And basically, it's okay for minorities to do like, because one of the things right now with the whole vaccine, a lot of the people who are refusing the vaccine are black people, Hispanic people, people who are minorities. And like, well, I, I see a lot of fucking white liberals making excuses saying, well, you know, the black communities, they've because, you know, like there's been incidents in the past where they've injected black people with fucked up shit like the Tuskegee experiments in World War II and stuff. Right. So they're like, well, you know, there's a history of fucking people over. So I don't blame black people for being skeptical. But to me, that's such a weird like I, I, I don't know. It's, it's just bizarre. Like I'm telling you, white liberals treat black people like small animals yeah like they're little like endangered species like they're pets like you know this is my pet to make me look better or i need to defend this oh these people are helpless they need and that in and of itself is fucking white supremacy oh i need to come help these people these people can't help themselves they need a white person to come and show them what to do like shut the fuck up dude And again, just this bullshit penalizing ourselves like, oh, well, were they like, it's just and nothing fucking better arises from any of this. Why don't we just call it what it is? We call it fucking greed because I don't even know. I don't even know where this is going. And it's really disturbing. But what do you want? I want the truth. <laughs> well, I guess that depends you on who can't handle the truth. <laughs> But do you know do you know what I've realized in all of this craziness going on with the vaccines and all this other bullshit? What? When people talk about freedom, they talk about, you know, we want to be free, we want freedom of choice. Do you want to know what they want? They want a freedom to fuck who they want. They want to have as many abortions as they want. They want to be able to dress up as whoever they want. They want that's all they care about. Basically, freedom for them begins and ends right where your fucking belt line begins. You know what I mean? Like, it's all about what's beneath the world that freedom comes to. Like, what about all these other things? What about, like, personal, like, just, and everyone's just falling for it. Like, you know, well, it's a matter of public health and blah, blah, blah. Like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, it's funny because we were going back talking about Rush and kind of, you know, like how in the 80s all of these bands were rebelling and they saw that things were becoming fucked up. Like, now they've all sold out. And that's part of one of the reasons, like all of these bands that were preaching about, you know, the establishment or control or society, they just fucking became millionaires and became part of that establishment the first chance they had. Yeah, if you can't beat them. So it kind of ruins their credibility, you know, like fucking Roger Waters preaching to the world while he's fucking, you know, he's got millions of dollars. He's still fucking milking the wall and dark side of the moon for all they're worth. <laughs> fucking prick yeah and it just gets tiring when these people are preaching at you and it's like you motherfuckers don't even know what it's like to be a normal human being you haven't been a normal human being in like 50 years those fuckers like one of the it's ironic but one of the few people who's actually kind of rebelling right now eric clapton what's he rebelling against the vaccine, like they, oh. he he had to take the vax in order to uh, sure. and shit, and he ended up having really bad reactions, and couldn't play the guitar. It really fucked him up, and he started campaigning against vax. 
dates. Like he wrote a song about it and everything. Like it's just so ironic that this fucking eighty year he's more punk than anyone right now. <laughs> like literally, all these other motherfuckers are just taking it up the ass, bending over. Like, oh, we rebel against the government, but when it comes to something like this, no, we'll just fucking bend over and take it. The only thing we gay rights and stuff even though we're not gay we just want to be seen as good allies yeah. well, and yeah, it's all it's just, just cultural shit it's all look at me look at me i'm cool and i'm trendy and i care they don't actually give a fuck about anything important no and it's 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 surprising to me that it's gotten this far like i thought i thought people would take a stand like way earlier but they're not even standing for shit there's like I was talking to a guy last night at the bar and uh, cause I, I just had this idea. I was like, fuck it, man. They want to take, they want to take away things from the unvaccinated. We're going to have an unvaccinated only party. We're going to have all these bands. That sh- they're going to play. And if you're vaccinated, you're not allowed to come in. Simple as that. He was like, well, you can't, you can't get away with that. I'm like, what's the difference? Like you vaccinated people are only allowed to go to like the stadiums to watch like baseball games and whatever. So why don't we just like even split? Let's have an event for the unvaccinated. They deserve just as much as the vaccinated do. You know, like. <laughs> no, I agree with you. Like, that would be an interesting thing to do in theory. But then the media would be like, oh, these people are. Spreaders. They're all getting yeah. together and spreading their disease and it's mutating. It's going to become the, the Zeta, Delta, Omega, Sigma variant. And it's going to kill everybody. Oh, Fear-mongering. And then then nothing happens, and then what? Doesn't matter. They're still going to villainize you. Like, that's the thing. It doesn't matter if anything happens or not. Everybody basically just has a free pass to villainize the unvaccinated as much as they want now. Like, the kind of comments I read, like, there's literally websites out there celebrating the deaths of unvaxxed people. What the fuck? Yeah, to them, this is like a Darwin Awards thing. Like, oh, you're get vaccinated we'll laugh at you when you die of covid <laughs> like people are becoming fucking crazy like we're living in a world where everyone is just sociopathic we want to see each other die that's always been the way it is though <laughs> yeah but now we're just being so honest about it there's not even like the illusion that we used to have that we cared about each other maybe maybe it's better that way i don't know Well, it's, it's, it's just, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense that something so small could fucking divide so many people. <laughs> what? Small, like COVID, you mean? Yeah, like, we're, people don't seem to want to understand that it's still 98.5% survival rate. Like, <laughs> Well, yeah, and, like, the weird thing is, like, when all of this was going on, like, the most vulnerable people, like, that's the thing. Like, the people that we should be protecting in this whole COVID thing are the people who are really vulnerable. We should be giving more attention to people who have compromised immune systems to older people, but instead we're just like, no, force everybody to get vaxxed. Yeah, because they don't COVID, know any- COVID was at its height, like, you heard fucking whole, like, retirement homes getting wiped. Stupid people weren't taking precautions. Like, what yeah. fucking difference is it going to make at this point? Like, just shove the fucking vax in everyone. Take away freedom of choice because I don't know. Well, what some people, so going back to misinformation, some people believe that the vaccination gives them immunity. 
That's not true. Well, that's just it. It's not true. But a lot of people they get the vaccine. I'm like, well, I have, I have like, uh, uh, I'm immune to it. I'm immune to the virus now. It's like, yeah. So they stop masking. They stop social distancing. They just go yeah. back to living their stupid pud pulling lives the same way they did before this started, and they become fucking spreaders themselves without caring. Because the thing is. Yeah, the vaccine doesn't make you immune. It doesn't necessarily even stop the spread. What the vaccine does is it will prevent you from dying. Like, basically, if you get COVID, it'll make you less likely to die and, like, get into the ICU. Because that's the point everybody's making. Like, oh, all these unvaxxed COVID patients are taking up the ICU and, you know, normal people are dying. People with heart disease can't get, you know, fucking operations. But I honestly, I would be willing to bet that it was like that covid like give me a break yeah, exactly like and especially these places like in and in, in these cases of these hospitals i talk about it's not in the major cities or it's in the northern like small towns of 200 people that have been lacking enough like employees at the hospital to begin with and they're getting overrun and they can't keep up and that's why it's hyper spreading it's, like, it's exactly it's not, like it's it they were already under understaffed to begin with <laughs> yeah now it's alberta like, alberta needs to send their sick to Ontario just to get fucking treatment. Really? Yeah. Like here in Ottawa, we haven't had that many deaths. Like I think there's been like one or two deaths in the past couple of months. Like we're really don't have that much people dying from COVID anymore, but like you're still Uh, hearing like, oh, the ICUs and the emergency rooms are crammed. Like, I don't know. Maybe I should go down there and check, but they wouldn't let me in anyway. No, but that that's even out here, like all we're hearing about now is case numbers. Remember how like a, a year and a half ago it was like another 236 deaths today, another 400. The number is yeah. rise to this. But now now they're treating, they just changed the word death to cases and they're treating it with the same hysteria. <laughs> well, because, you know, they're trying, I guess they're trying to finally get a hold of this thing, but I don't even know. Like, I don't know how it's going to go, man. I think COVID might just be something we have to fucking deal with from now on. Like, You know what? COVID is just like having a really bad trip on psychedelics. <laughs> It sucks, and the first thing and only thing you can do to get out of it is accept what's happening. If you want to play God, it doesn't work out. <laughs> it's, you know, just let go. You don't have control of this thing. Okay, it's a hyper-spreader. That's fine, but it'll take its course and then die out. The dust will settle. The more you prevent it, you're preventing, you're trying to prevent the inevitable from happening. You know, it's like... It, so you're, killing, it, you're killing grandma. You're killing grandma, Paul. I know, but she was already on three different like prescriptions every four days. You know, it's just it's tough. <laughs> uh, well, what can I say? I'm basically like I I have to get the vax now. Like I I have until this next Thursday to get vaccinated, or I'm not. I'm gonna be fired. Have you tried looking for a job that doesn't require vaccination? I'm not gonna find one around here. Not with my skills. There's no freedom fighters out there that like don't give a fuck. Nah, dude. There's freedom fighters, but yeah, unless I want to be fucking homeless and broke. Yeah. Because that's the thing. Like, they're gonna make it so we can't get anything. Like, if I get fired over this, I'm not gonna get EI. I'm not gonna get any decent severance. I'm not gonna get fuck all. I might not even qualify for fucking welfare. Because you're unvaccinated. Yeah. Fucking retarded. 
That's stupid. Because, you know, it's like that thing you read. Like, you know, people who are choosing not to be vaccinated because of misinformation or disinformation. Like, basically, at this point, it's our fault. It's 100% your own fault if you don't get vaxxed. And you should just accept whatever consequences and become a homeless bum and whatever. That's what they want. Can't I just wait, like, two years? Like... <laughs> no, because Canada needs to become authoritarian, totalitarian, fascist now. We can't wait two years for that. And if everyone's vaccinated, then there's no X factor to show all the symptoms that the vaccine is going to do. Right? I, Think about it. I like, don't know. If, I don't know anymore. I don't know where this is going. I, well, think, think about say that I even had a prediction, but I don't know. Like, when everybody gets vaxxed, are they going to stop or are they just going to keep making it worse? Are they going to come up with some other fucking bullshit excuse? We don't know anymore. We just don't know. And that's the thing that's really worrying. Well, this is my, my thing right now. It's like they're pushing to get 100% vaccinated, right? And uh, Well, I don't know. They keep changing the numbers. Before they said 80, but now we're at 80 and they just keep demanding that we get vaxxed anyway. So, yeah. So basically what I'm thinking is like, because this vaccine came out so fast, they don't know what, they don't know what the variables are of it. So if they I don't know what the long-term effects are. Yeah. So if a hundred population is vaccinated, any side effect that the vaccine did create, they could blame it on anything because there is no exactly. unvaccinated. Exactly. Anything that happens as a result, they can just say, oh, well, it was because of this. It was because of that. They'll come up with any kind of bullshit excuses to justify this. But then they'll turn around and they'll try to attribute any fucking death to COVID. Yeah. A 14-year-old died of brain cancer, and they tried to say it was COVID. COVID caused the brain cancer. Well, no. The the thing is, this person was very sick, and because they had brain cancer and their immune system was weak, so COVID killed them. But it's not – they tried to spin it like a normal, healthy 14-year-old died of COVID. They had to come out in a – Dumbass. Like, literally, don't care. They just want to create panic and fear. <laughs> it's what they run on. They run on it. If they're not injecting to society, then we're not buying. We're not running around in terror. We're not trying to save for some hypothetical future that's never going to fucking happen because they already sold it. <laughs> everything you're saving for, everything you're trying to invest, they sold it. They sold your Ooh. dreams. They sold your hope retirement package they sold it all you're fucked to who i'm not gonna say who because then we're gonna get in trouble but i know who china <laughs> yes china why would we get in trouble <sighs> we just said we named a country that's all we named the buyer it's out that's it pandora's box is open bitch Ain't nothing racist about this. I, I just, just, I need, just to, I need to stop myself from. We just I need to stop myself from diving into horrible stereotypes. <laughs> well, you know, just generalize it. <laughs> yes, like you know, there's some people on this side of the planet who just happen to live in an authoritarian society. Who you know, they may eat cats and dogs. Possibly, I'm just saying. And uh, yeah, they're trying to enforce their way of life on the whole planet. And yeah, let me just put it that way. (laughs) Is that is that offensive? You're saying the second coming of Genghis Khan is starting. Yeah, well, (laughs) 
that's the thing. It, it's not even. It doesn't even need to happen that way anymore. Like, no. we don't need to do things that way. We have nukes and bombs and bio warfare and drones. Like, fuck all that. That's like yeah. that's that's barbarian shit. That's prehistoric thinking. Like now, war. You don't even need to need to slowly enemy with fucking propaganda and crazy shit and destroy their whole way of life. And where does Russia fall in all this? Because we, we, when Trump was in power, we heard about Russia all the time, and now we don't hear about them at all. Oh, Putin's just sitting there fucking jerking off. Wonderful. This is all turning out for him. Yeah, he's, he's watching the show like, ah. Yeah, the reason we don't hear from Russia is because Putin is just constantly coming. He's just in a constant ecstasy from how fucked up how he can reap the benefits from that. And he just can't handle it. He's coming his little brains out. <laughs> you know, when when he comes out of jizz coma, he's probably gonna just deploy crazy shit and take over the whole world. Like, really, the, like I think Russia and China are just waiting for America to fucking, fucking go at it, like true, true <laughs> motherfuckers. Like, yeah, that, that's gonna be the real shit. That's gonna be like mechs and nukes, and it's gonna be like an anime, dude. <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. Dun, 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 dun. Fucking crazy. Let's say here. Russia behind spread of coronavirus disinformation. U.S. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, this is global news. Never mind. Can't fucking trust that shit. Oh, like our global? Globalnews.ca. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking. Global my ass. Like, where's all the. This is the thing. Like, you know, when you go to the main resources for information, they're clearly biased on, on a certain stance. And then when you go to the other I websites for, for resources that like that are against the, the regular agenda, they're so fucking radical and like and mean and biased, like and, and they kind of stupid, you know. <laughs> like no middle ground anymore. Like like I feel bad because like you know, a lot of those unvaccinated people that are fighting for these freedoms, a lot of them are just dumb and believe in flat earth and like aliens and you know, like <laughs> they're just yeah. They, they just like growing up 12 year olds that just want to fight, you know, for no fucking reason, like rebels without a cause, just like, no, you don't understand. Like people fighting for things that aren't even their own battle. Like, what about the people that can't get the vaccine? Like, how come you know, it's like, do you, can you get the vaccine? Yeah. But what about the people? Like, then shut the fuck up. It's not your battle. Like, <laughs> you know. well, somebody needs to fight. Like somebody needs to ask those questions. Yeah. Like, I don't know. At this point, it's just becoming, like, I don't know. Like, it's funny because I was on, like, a conspiracy site the other day looking up this stuff, and there's a lot of people talking about, like, the vaccine and stuff. And then there's other people bitching, like, oh, I'm tired of all this vaccine shit. I want to go back to talking about Bigfoot and aliens. Like, oh, my God, man. <laughs> that should be relevant. Yeah, how come they haven't exactly. died of That's not important. This might actually be something significant. And now yeah. all these tinfoil hat motherfuckers are like, oh, you normies are ruining my conspiracy. Well, then f <laughs> go hang out with Alex Jones and talk frogs or some shit. Yeah, interdimensional uh, rapists. <laughs> yeah, interdimensional simulation. And, you know, we're living in the dream of the Godhead's eye. And, you know, they're going, they're, the, 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 the dark forces are in league with Satan. And then. Trying to promote 
critical race theory and pedophilia in primary schools so they can corrupt the future of North America. And then, you know how it is. Oh, yeah. It keeps going and going and going and going. <laughs> Honestly, though, I don't even know if Alex Jones believes half the time. Just like he's like just a, a, a troll. Well, it's pretty crazy because a lot of the stuff he brings up ends up some of it ends up being true, like a good handful of it, you know, like. Well, like, because he touches on certain things. Like, I feel like Alex Jones, he starts with something that's somewhat grounded in reality, and then he just takes it in a completely fucking different, insane direction. <laughs> like, that's why occasionally he brushes up against the truth, but that's, you know, he's got to start somewhere. <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't know. Like, it's it's a crazy time. It's really, yeah. I'm, that's why I wanted to do this podcast, because this is going to be, like, my last podcast pre-vaccine. Oh, shit. After this, if I start, like, dying or having weird side effects, we can, like, you know, we can... we can Dude, you should live chronicle them from this point on, and this would be, like, the diary of the vax death. You should, <laughs> should live stream the, vac the vaccine vaccination or, or just film it. They probably won't sure. let you. They'll be, like, no, they'll be like, no recording. Like, what? I want to record that. Like, nope, no flash photography. It might fuck with the vaccine. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're going to make me sign a bunch of forms. Like, do you consent if if you die a horrible, painful, bloody, screaming death? Don't sue <laughs> us. That's basically what this form says. Ugh. It's your own fault. We're forcing you to take this vaccine. We're threatening you with losing your job and losing everything you care about, but you're still choosing to put this in your body. Remember that. We're redefining choice, baby. That's exactly how I like um, interrogators uh, talk. <laughs> like, remember? Like, when they're, you know, they grab an innocent person, like, no, no, you have to remember what happened. Like, you killed that person. Remember? Remember? Like, they never ask for a confession. They often, like, suggest you to remember what happened. <laughs> interrogators aren't trying to interrogators are trying to get you to admit your guilt if you're in a room with an interrogator that is 100% their goal every time that's all they care about they're trying to put, apply enough mental pressure to you so you'll eventually crack and they can take away your life well that sounds faulty because any innocent person can crack you know like yeah but whatever any, they don't care any weak-minded person can just like i did it i'm sorry <laughs> i left the cap off the toothpaste and i really didn't mean to but i fucking did it <laughs> yeah but that's what trials for paul that's what the trial is for it doesn't always happen that way there's a lot of people that go to jail innocent no i don't know i guess we'll never really know you know it's like in the Shawshank redemption everyone in jail is innocent it's like, why are you in here? Didn't do it. Lawyer fucked me. <laughs> Lawyer fucked me. It should be interrogator fuck me. <laughs> oh, God. God. I'm telling you, you watch these police interrogations online. Like, yeah, these, they don't give a fuck. Like, they will do anything to you. They will apply any manipulation tactic to just make you crack. You have to just sit there and not say anything unless there's a lawyer. Like, you literally cannot speak. You got kids? Sometimes. <laughs> just just, give just them, don't give say them anything. Like, what are they going to do? Like, what's the worst you're going to do? You're going to put me in jail? Like, you're going to put me in jail regardless. Like, what are you going to do? You're going to beat me up if I don't talk? 
Like, you know, there's a camera here. <laughs> You're uncontent, you fuck. <laughs> well, no, they, 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 can't, they can't make that ruling. Only a, oh. You can only be in contempt of court during a trial. You just go in there and like you practice, like just play the question game. Like first one, at, like not ask, ask a question loses. Like it's like, so did you do it? Do you think I did it? <laughs> what kind well, of question funny, is there, that? there was a guy. There was a guy named Stephen McDaniel. Like he was a law student in the states, and he stalked and murdered one of his like college roommates. Yeah, and like he, they, 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 you know, they they suspected that it was him. So they brought him in for interrogation and it's like, his interrogation is insane. Like all he says is no. And I don't know. He literally doesn't say anything other than that. He just says, no, no, I don't know. Like he refuses to say anything else. For like two hours. Yeah. Like, yeah, this went on for hours and he (laughs) sits completely still. He just doesn't move a muscle. Like it's crazy. What a smart kid. He was freaking out. Like, when you're interrogating someone, you need to have like body language. You need to look them yeah. in the eye. Like, you need to be forceful to break them down. And he was just staring right back at them. They were getting creeped out and looking away. Like, he was just owning them. It's like, how do you kill what is not dead? What is already dead? <laughs> well, they, they got him anyway because he was guilty. But I wonder yeah. if like he was deliberately doing that because, like I said, he was a law student, so maybe he knew like I just need to stonewall these guys and maybe I can get away with this. And he did kill someone, so he's probably stone cold and can get away with just staring at you. You know, he's probably like plotting how to kill in the moment. It's like, no, nope. well, no. The thing is, like, he thought because he broke in and he killed her, right? And then he cut yeah. her up, and he body in a dumpster and he thought that the dump truck was going to come take the, the the trash away and get rid of the evidence yeah i guess the dump truck didn't pass that day the police searched before the dumpster came and it's pretty hilarious like he was talking to the reporters like he was on the scene talking to report the reporters like oh i i don't know what could have happened to her who could have done this to her like you know she was such a great girl like you know bullshitting pretending and then yeah. the reporter mentioned that the police found remains and his demeanor completely changes oh <laughs> he immediately starts freaking out he immediately starts panicking he's like what well, I-, I gotta sit down like you can tell at that moment he knew like i am fucked i'm totally <laughs> fucked <laughs> And he tried to play it off, camera crying, and he was like, I know someone could do this, man. Like, he was trying to make it seem like he was emotional, but nah, he, he knew that he was caught. This is good. Giddings, 27, was slain and dismembered. Her arms, legs, and head have never been found. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't think that, yeah, they were never able to find the whole body, and he continued to insist that he was not guilty, so he never gave anything up. Wow. All they found. <laughs> pretty crazy world we're living in huh uh this is great <laughs> is this recent i think this happened like in 2011 somewhere yeah. around there oh wow interesting <laughs> yeah I, uh, I see a lot of this weird morbid shit on youtube i shouldn't watch it but it's fascinating <laughs> I guess yeah. I guess your algorithm's different than mine because when I go on YouTube, what do I see? Dun, 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 dun. A bunch of UFC stuff, uh, guitar stuff, music stuff, 
and wrestling stuff. <laughs> because you're gay and you're constantly masturbating over UFC and wrestlers, so YouTube's like, we know here. That's so weird of you to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird you would say that. How could you accurately call me out like that? <laughs> I mean, why, but you're so why, insightful. But why would I jerk off to guitar videos? <laughs> well... That's because you, I don't know, that, that's legitimate. I'll give you that one. You're actually a guitarist, so you're, that, that, that's okay. That's a pass. And I used to train in fighting, and I used to love wrestling. I don't know. I, know. I love that shit. I, I, I don't get the wrestling thing. You people in your wrestling, what the fuck? What is even the appeal? Uh, the athleticism and the acting. It's like, the, to okay. me, it's the best of both worlds. It's like... Can't, if you're not a good enough actor, you can be an athlete. If you're not a good enough athlete, be an actor. Become both, whatever. Like, it's a play. It's like theater. Like, I know it's fake, but it's, like, it's what they're doing is still pretty fucking intense. Like, <laughs> it's just, it's weird. Like, I, I, it's such a weird thing that they have this whole industry built around this kind of thing. Well, it's pretty like WWE starting to shit the bed now. Like, there's a new company called AEW. I think Chris Jericho started it with like Cody Rhodes or whatever. Uh, oh no! But they've been signing like everybody in the WWE that's just pissed off about waiting in line to like get a championship shot or get like good promo because WWE relies on like six different like wrestlers and then they just kind of plot the storylines around them, right? It's so it's like a waiting game for anybody who like goes there and this AEW stuff is like old school WCW style. Like these guys, and you can tell that these guys aren't just doing like choreographed, like wrestling matches. Some of them are just straight shoots. A shoot is when you just like, no, no, like, like we know who's going to yeah, win. Yeah, no, but... a shoot's real. A work is fake. Yeah. So like these guys do a lot of shoot matches in AEW and it is like fucking ridiculous, man. Like <laughs> it's straight back to like the old days when it got, when the shit got big. You know, because it was like the attitude era. It was like it, it was kind of real. People were jumping off these ladders and going to extreme lengths. You know, like storylines of people getting married, babies, pregnant. You know, like it's it's legit. <laughs> yeah, just we're bring back, back like the glory days of people beating shit out of each other. That's what we want. Yeah, and that's what they're doing. And like they're fucking taking WWE for a run, man. They're they're out. They're I'm pretty sure like their ratings are higher. Like. Their reach isn't as, as far. Like they, you know, they don't have like worldwide recognition. But like in in North America, they're fucking kicking ass. <laughs> yeah, but do you think they even care anymore? Like the WWE people are so rich and like they have so much money coming in. Like you know, they, they have like deals and sponsorship and all this money being given to them. They become so ingrained in the culture. Probably like ah, fuck, who cares? We're not even gonna talk anymore. Vince McMahon's like once I think once he's dead the company's gonna die like he's the one oh, who started like like is Vince still involved like Vince is still like involved in the company he they didn't like the fucking throw him out yet he's the chairman of the fucking company <laughs> I thought eventually he's... they were just gonna be like you know what fuck you McMahon we're you out <laughs> I, I guess I guess his son-in-law Triple H is like kind of like gonna t take the throne afterwards type thing. Oh my then, god, like, Triple H is his son-in-law? Yeah, he married Stephanie McMahon. Dude, what a brilliant career move. Seriously. Oh yeah. <laughs> what a genius. Triple H is the smartest wrestler. 
I oh, officially yeah. think that Triple H is like the smartest wrestler of them all. <laughs> he gets he new respect. He worked his way, man. He had to screw a lot of people over early in the early days, like Macho Man well, and fucking Shawn Michaels, Bret he Hart. He literally screwed his way in. He screwed Vince, and now he's going to be like the prince. Good for him. <laughs> With my big wrestler dick. <laughs> fucking strong, bitch. H, like, did Triple H ever make any like movies, or was he ever involved other than wrestling? Yeah, he did a movie. I think it was like The Marine. Um, uh, he was he was in actually he was in Blade Trinity. Oh fuck that! No wonder I don't know him. That movie sucked. <laughs> Fucking horrible! Like Blade Trinity was just awful. Like what is even the point of this? I have no idea. Well, because like the first two Blade movies had like a kind of vibe to them. They had like this kind. Of that was like cool and like Blade was like this lone vampire hunter but then Blade and Trinity just felt like this gimmick need to give him partners and it just felt so stupid it's horrible <laughs> yeah pretty much like let's chase that we'll chase those dollars instead of sticking to the thing that you know made us good in the first place yeah, Wesley Snipes probably couldn't act too, too much because he was probably like in jail or something. Well, <laughs> or no, that to... was way before he went to jail. Like, the problem on Bra Blade Trinity was Wesley Snipes was just being an asshole. Right. Like, apparently he was he was smoking weed constantly. Like, he was just smoking weed all day and all night on the shoots, just constantly high. And, like, he was constantly arguing. He was being really, like, a, just a prick. He wanted everyone to call him Blade. Like, he didn't want anybody to call him Wesley or Mr. Snipes. He just <laughs> wanted to be called Blade. And he was just giving the director a really hard So I think that's the reason that they ended up putting more of fucking Jessica Biel and fucking Canadian dickhead Ryan, whatever <laughs> the fucking movie. Because, like, yeah, like, Wesley's being pain in the ass let's just bring more of these people in and that'll make the movie <laughs> Wesley can you put your fucking joint down for five minutes and shoot one fight scene please hey you're being man, paid 10 million for this <laughs> don't call me that blade blade put the fucking joint down <laughs> just pull up an old poster of white man can't jump <laughs> just like remember this guy <laughs> yeah Remember this guy? We love this guy. This guy, he was a team. Who are you? <laughs> it's like, yo, fuck that movie. Okay, what about Money Train? He's like, well, oh, fuck you, man. Leave me alone. <laughs> they should have just called Woody Harrelson. But like, Woody, can you talk some sense into this guy, please? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are best friends, right? You know, you made movies together. Like, hell no. We hate each other. But our yeah, chemistry is like, I haven't spoken <laughs> to him in like 10 years. Fuck him. <laughs> I want to be president. He's too busy being fraudulent. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay so what he committed a little bit of tax fraud it's not a big deal like out you of all the him? crimes you can commit that's like so minor <laughs> but they have to make an example of someone who's famous i know the fuck because you, the only person you're hurting is the fucking government like that's why <laughs> they get so mad about it like yeah we need to throw your ass in there fuck you so, but we love him yeah but we have to remind people that Superstars are not invincible. Uh, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. Wesley Snipes, he was, Wesley Snipes was like a really good actor, though. He had like a lot of range. 
Yeah, even the, what was that with uh, Sylvester Stallone there, Demolition Man. Demolition Man, yeah. Yeah. They wanted Jackie Chan to play that role. Really? Yeah, originally they wanted Jackie Chan to be the bad guy, but he's like, no, I don't play villains. Oh, he did. You see The Foreigner? He played a villain in that one. Yeah, like I think he kind of, I think he loosened up a bit, but like in the 90s during his really big period, he was like, no, I only play good guys. I think recently, though, he's become a bit more like, yeah, I'll play some villains or some darker characters. Well, at this point, he's a novelty, right? So even if he's a bad guy, you still love him. Yeah. If only he loved his son. Nope. The weed smuggler. <laughs> I'm the fucking failure. <laughs> I am deeply ashamed. I am deeply ashamed of my son's actions. How dare he smuggle a drug that never hurt anyone? Jackie Chan's son was in Mulan? No way. No, it was worse than that. He was a weed smuggler. What? Really? You never heard that story? Jackie Chan's son was, like, smuggling weed into China or out of China, and, like, he got arrested, and Jackie Chan I am deeply ashamed. He came out, and he was really making a big deal about it. <laughs> just over a little bit of weed like if he was doing like heroin or crack or coke i could i could understand that would be shameful but he's smuggling weed come on what i guess nah. well china's an authoritarian like world right yeah they don't they, every drug is like horrible to them they do not i guess except booze you can still sell booze to people because hey i wonder yeah like this so let's try well china must have ecstasy and shit like they must like well, yeah, like I'm sure that they have every drug, but they you'll get fucked over way, way worse for using it or having it or selling it. That's for sure. Hmm. Hmm. Like I'm sure that they have every drug, same like everywhere in the world. It's probably a lot more expensive over there because the risk is insane. Dun, 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 dun. Like even a possession charge for fucking like cocaine could ruin your life. So yeah, probably. That's They'll just shoot you in a mushroom. (laughs) Well, like, remember in Enter the Void? Like, I think that was set in Japan, but, like, yeah, that movie, like, they had all the crazy drugs, but it was a real, like, dark underworld. He's like, I got a gun. Fuck off. (laughs) That was so stupid. Why would you say that? (laughs) And then, boom, pow, pow. I got a gun. I'll shoot. And then they shot him. Like, yeah, no wonder. (laughs) <laughs> you think you're gonna scare off the cops like yeah they probably have guns too <laughs> it was the only way in the they can in the movie that they can make it va- like valid for the cop to just shoot the kid <laughs> maybe i yeah they had to come up with an excuse like why would he shoot him through the door but then again it probably wasn't even because of that he probably didn't even understand him he just shot him because he wanted to <laughs> <laughs> then again he shot him through a door so maybe he wasn't trying to hit him maybe he was just firing like a <laughs> oh, that washroom's pretty tiny. <laughs> that's true. That's true. He and knew what he was, was doing. Seat in that washroom, like it wasn't a urinal. That was like a toilet. It was one of those toilets you like squat and like piss in. Like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like that movie would have been better if it was just about like that guy. Yeah. Like the whole movie should have just been about his life in this kind of drug underworld. Instead, like, nah, he gets killed and then he fucking watches his sister get fucked a million times. Like, oh, come on, it's boring. Well, it's, it's based on the Tibetan Book of the Dead, so this cycle of life, right? You know, like, yeah, boring. yeah, I get it. But the thing is, like, he wasn't really emphasizing that. Like, he just used that as, like, kind of an excuse to have this fucking movie with a bunch of drugs and sex. 
shit. And the movie's just eerie. It's very silent. Like, once you enter that realm, it's just like... Like, yeah, like, on a technical perspective, it's a good movie. Like, he did a good job at kind of putting you into this mindset of, like, this guy who gets killed and, you know, becomes a spirit. But it's just... The movie is just so boring. God, it should... It, it, if it wasn't boring, it would be better. But it's fucking boring. I'm just going to call it what it is. It's boring. The, the most exciting part is just the opening sequence. <laughs> the opening yeah, credits. exactly. The whole he's smoking dmt he goes to do a drug deal and he gets shot like that's great but then the movie just turns into a boring fucking pretentious porno what's that like yeah the gas ball song there like uh yeah like the opening scene which is just designed to give you a stroke oh yeah oh yeah i remember this <laughs> half of Daft Punk, baby. One half. Yeah, it was one of the Daft Punk guys that did the music. I think it was Bangalter or whatever. Gaspar. No, Gaspar was the the director of the movie Far No Way. Ah. Yeah, like Gaspar No Way. He directed another movie called Irreversible, which is also like a very kind of extreme, weird movie that has like some weird shit going on. But that movie was just more watchable than Enter the Void. Like Enter the Void was just boring. That was a trip. So yeah, it was a trip seeing, but I just wish like I wish he was more concerned with his narrative. But maybe that's oh, not yeah. what he wanted. He just wanted to put you in like because you know, like I feel like the movie is about like a trip. Like he's equating death with like a psychedelic trip kind of thing. Like death is the ultimate trip. Yeah. Because you know we see him smoking DMT at the very beginning of the movie, and he has like a crazy trip, and he has an out of body experience, and that's kind of like preparing to be from that point on, essentially. Yeah. Because that's what by like the whole movie was inspired apparently Gaspar away was watching a movie told entirely from a first person perspective like he was watching a movie that was in the first person and he was doing mushrooms at the time and it made him think like huh i should make a movie like this only really psychedelic and fucked up huh and so he did good for him i can vouch i've done dmt have you oh yeah a handful of times damn i didn't know that Oh yeah, supply. There's supplies out here. They have Holy now. They have, they have they have DMT now that you can just have like in a in a vape pen. Nice. Yeah. Thank you, Joe Rogan. <laughs> it's just uh, it's part. Well, it's part of the rave scene. Like you know, the really? night scene. That's that doesn't seem like a drug you'd take it like a rave, but I guess some people like crazy shit. Well, because of the because of the distillate like uh, vape pen type thing, it ends up being like a microdose. So like you just get like the a faint hint of it so you get like you know the world that turns into pastel like colors and stuff and like your body feels like it's floating a bit it's very very minimal like you and you it's very hard on those pe- on those pens to like actually breach and go to that other realm uh yeah but that that movie was like the the representation of it was like possible like yeah like that shit could happen but that's more that was more of like a closed eye visual experience i would say like yeah he, it's not like his eyes are open and, and then he 
what saw all this stuff happening. It's like he, he well, he's like his... staring at the ceiling at the beginning. Like at the beginning when he smokes the DMT, he's staring at the ceiling. So I think he's but then he literally comes out of his own body. You have a body experience on DT itself? No. Well <coughs> No. Like one one time on DMT I definitely went somewhere else. Like <laughs> but it, it just felt like a dreamscape, you know? You spoke to but the old Yeah, yeah, totally. I got to this little like kind of everything was pastel. It kind of looked like Paper Mario, like a landscape type thing. <laughs> Yeah. Like yeah, I don't know, just to just give you like a visual idea. And um Do drugs a- it's like a Mario game. Come on, kids. Well I know you know there's a lot of discomfort that comes with it, but like the experience itself Dude, I'm, was, I'm like- just I'm <laughs> I'm gonna go hang out at a high school with a bunch of DMT and I'm gonna be like, Hey, you kids like Mario? <laughs> nah, you don't know what's up. <laughs> Try this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is the real Super Mario. Yeah, this is every, well, what, like after it was all done, I was like, wow, this is everything acid was supposed to be. Like all those acid trips you see, like on movies and stuff, with like the pastel colors and the world changing. Like that's what DMT does. Like that's like that's the that's the honest truth. Like, yeah, I've done nine hits of acid at once, and I that should never happen to me. Not even close to what DMT does. Like, I feel like we missed it. out because you know you never that acid that they used to have hippie days well back then the the chemists they were just fucking around and testing out so they were making like one hit would be like 300 like micrograms you know like just insane doses you know like you know like we're talking 10 times the regular dose of today so that most of the chemists that make it they've kind of dialed it down they know what's up and they kind of keep the doses why it's because they don't want too many people have psychosis they're prone to it especially if you send them on a fucking like (laughs) you know the ethical question behind creating it. <laughs> it's not their fault if people can't handle their drugs. Well, that's why, you, that's why you, when you make one hit, it's only, it's, it's usually between uh, zero point or like 75 micrograms to 125 type thing. That's what I mean, but they should still make the real heavy shit for the real he- fucking heavy guys, man. You can have the pussy shit for the pussies, but still make the real shit for the real people. Yeah. Well, from what I hear that those, that stuff is around like the brown acid type stuff. It's yeah. still around, but it's just like, it is hard to get like you, you'll meet someone who knows and then you never hear from them again. <laughs> yeah. Because like, he got murdered. It's like a, myth- a, a mythical creature. You know, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You hear it. Yeah. There's a lot of stories like that in the drug world, like the mythical high. Yeah. <laughs> well, what are you going to do? You gotta, you gotta take what you can get. Well, just fucking be mindful. Like, just if you're gonna do drugs, like I remember you said something to me. There's a quote I have it written somewhere, but you're saying like, I don't understand why people just like indulge in drugs like it's fucking popcorn. Like you should have a, you should have a certain amount of respect for this drug and use it with some type of integrity. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah, I, mean, I remember I think- saying that. I say a lot of crazy shit, but yeah, basically, like people use these things like they're just party favors, but they're you know. Yeah, cool. if you're going to get into this kind of stuff, you should have more of, like, a respect or an understanding. But what do I know? I smoke marijuana constantly, so. Yeah. But I, th- I, th- <laughs> yeah. I think that approach is totally valid. And that go- doesn't just go for drugs. It goes for anything you indulge in in life. You know, your work, your uh, your garden, your, <laughs> I don't know, like, whatever. Um, God. 
yeah, even God. Like, if you overindulge in God, it'll take over your life and you'll just turn kooky. You know, like, <laughs> well, let him in, but don't let him take over. <laughs> you got to get obsessed with something. Yeah. You got to smoke the. Land. Man, it was like, it was so interesting because when I got there, uh, I'm looking at the trees <laughs> and like, you know, and like a bunch of little elf like, you know, gnomes are like, hey, hey, ho, ho, you made it. Hey, what's up? Hey, you made it. Oh my God. Hey, like, kind of like they weren't really saying anything, but they kept popping their heads. And every time I saw them, I could hear and feel them say, like, thank God you made it. We've been waiting for you. Like, congratulate, you know, like just like they're saying thank you and hello all at the same time, like without having to speak. And then every now and then, uh, yeah. this kind of Medusa character would just jump into my my vision and like, <sighs> like hiss at me. Like, or the green, the green queen, as they called her, you know, like kind of not snake hair, but of the, of the type green hair, you know, and she's looking at me and hissed. I'm like, what? And then the gnomes are like, quickly, like grab what you can. And, you know, before you go back, don't forget what you learned. Like, you know, just trying to like, and again, no one's talking, but this is just like information coming my way that I can't really decode or, or put into words. And eventually I came back too. And then, you know, but like, cause it was half, what, what it kind of felt like was every time I blinked, I was in that realm type thing. And, but that, the, you know, time didn't exist or time was extended. You know, every blank turned into like, felt like a minute, you know, <laughs> like, uh, and eventually and it kind of like, it felt like a lifetime. Yeah. And, you know, every now and then slowly comes back to like the room and the visuals on that is like the most HD you can think of. Like, like everything's pastel kind of, Nickelodeon the glue kind of goo looking but like still sharp like it's it, you can't put it into words like it but the e easiest way I can put the words is like uh it's, like it's everything acid was meant to be <laughs> like you know like as far as visualistic hallucinations would go oh it's not for everybody it's tough you know like, again it goes back to goes back to just have some respect, do some research, you know, gain a certain opinion and jump into it with a, maybe a scientific like approach or a, jump into it just with just like wanting, like not looking to get away, but jump into it just for the experience. It's like trying a spicy hot wing at a restaurant. I'll take the spiciest wing you have. Like you don't really care about the chicken at that point. You just want to know how hot this fucking sauce is. <laughs> you know, so. It's not about the know. chicken. <laughs> putting now i just imagine those like all those old school videos probably fucked up on psychedelics that's how they came up with all this crazy shit that's how blues clues was created <laughs> was it really yeah or the, blues or the host clues guys was like in fucking he was he was tripping yeah the blues clues guy um he used to, cause he he was pretty depressed, so he, he would take a lot of acid just to have his mood like shift. I think. Like, but yeah, apparently the first guy he used to do lots. You're depressed, of, just take acid. What does it say? What does it say here? Well, see, that's the funny thing. Like we talk about these <laughs> drugs and these substances, but they've had so much influence over society. So what can you do? Especially over the last 
It's like eating something that's, you know, part of our culture kind of. It's weird. <laughs> Blue Clues host Steve burns on, I mean, burns on how the flaming lips are people's life. Experimenting. Uh, what? Apparently the Blue Clues host Steve, he's like, yeah. the flaming lips changed his life. <laughs> oh my god, of course they did. The flaming lips are a uh, Weird band. I, you know what? Like I listen to their music sometimes, but it's it's hard to listen to. Like I probably have seven other songs that I can listen to at any time that I enjoy. Yeah. But seeing them live is like it's worth it. I like it's one of the best shows I've ever been to. They got it all. Like the music makes sense when you see the the, the nice. theatrical experience. Or maybe that's how they just cover all the shitty music with all the confetti and the, the lights and the, the mascots. I guess. Yeah, I, did, I guess that makes sense. Like, at least they had, like, a really intense live show to go along with their weird... Well, the thing with the Flaming Lips to me was they always felt like they were trying, like, too hard to be weird and out there. By the time we discovered them, I'd, I'd say so. Yeah, because by that point they become like kind of indie. Yeah, they had released like kind of band. robots and stuff, and yeah, sellouts. Do you realize <laughs> that song is like so miserable? That you have the most beautiful face. <laughs> like, yeah, we know we're all gonna die. Thanks for reminding us, you saccharine fuck. Let them know you realize that life goes fast. It's hard to make good things last. You realize the sun doesn't go down. It's just an illusion caused by the world spinning around. <laughs> See, you, you can replace Wayne when he fucking chokes to death on his own psychedelic vomit or whatever. Let's do it. <laughs> song like do you realize like it's a nice song it has like you know nice 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 melody nice guitar and everything but i just imagine people like you know people all stoned at a flaming lips concert and going like oh man this song is so deep man it's so deep and it's like it's not it's so fucking obvious like he's not saying anything really deep he's just really saying obvious things and you people think it's like oh my god well some people are stupid and that's the first song that taught them about death <laughs> Oh, sure. It's like that fucking Keanu Reeves thing. You know when Keanu Reeves was like, oh, well, what do you think happens when we die? Well, I know that the people we love who love us will miss us very much. And everybody claps. <laughs> like, oh, my God. He just said something <laughs> so obvious. And you people are acting like, oh, he's a prophet. He's so deep. And just stupid and vapid. You're just a bunch of dumb fucks who never thought of anything. Oh God! <laughs> like just and like Stephen Colbert just looks so blown away. He had this look on his face, like oh my God! Like what the fuck is with you people? Like do you people have anything real? Like you're so phony. No, they got life insurance, a will written. Uh, they're you know they're scared of death. Yeah. That's why they fucking. I got life all insurance. That. Doesn't make me a fucking soulless fuck. You qualified? Well, I got it with my work. Okay. <laughs> you qualify you <laughs> you 
pathetic bastard. Left, you got nothing going on west. there. Sure you, your worthless life. <laughs> hey man, before I left out west, I was requested to try and get some life insurance. So you know. Um, yeah. Why though? Like, when you die, it's pretty much like useless to you. Who cares? Well, the idea is that so, there's money to get the body delivered or traveled somewhere. Cover costs. You know, I don't know. I guess. Stupid. Fucking I don't stupid. care. I want to be a burden. Just put me on a boat. Let me float in the water and light my fucking boat on fire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Put me in a boat and burn the boat down because boat. <laughs> <laughs> a boat must be destroyed to commemorate my life. I did not qualify because I asked my parents. I'm like, what? Sh- what should I say? They're like, just be honest with them. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. It's like, well, it was maybe smoke? because of that. Like, you know, you're not married. You don't have children. Like, who are you going to leave your insurance to when you die? Like, yeah. And fork over a couple hundred bucks to fucking put you in a in a box if you die. Like, come on. Well, I I know exactly where why it didn't it didn't pass. It's just. You know, do you smoke? Yes. Marijuana? Yes. How often? Every day. <laughs> you know, just, like, and this is before we was legal. So. <laughs> oh well, there you go. Any other substances? And I was like, "Yep, mushrooms. How much? Once a month." <laughs> just dead honest. Yeah, but I'm so like, what? It's not like I could see cigarettes being a problem, but it's not like you're shooting heroin or anything. Like I didn't smoke cigarettes back then. Oh, so there you go. What's the problem with weed and mushrooms? Those don't kill you. Yes, they do. They kill your spirits. They destroy the way you think. They make you leave the herd. Now, do you want to be an individual? Do you want to be lost? Because that's, that's what's going to happen. Keep smoking these. Do you drugs. know what kills the spirit? Alcohol. Vaccine mandates. Yeah. <laughs> just like, just come knock on. Just bring it to me. I'm not going to go there on my own. Like, just force it on me. Just put it in me, bro. Bring the noise. Yes. Let me kill like I'm not I don't want to take it. And you know, just quit the bullshit and like come charge at me. Come get at me. Let's yeah. go. Like fuck put me. A gun like, to my head and put it in my arm, bitch. Yeah. Like I'm tired of this like slow we're gonna slowly take away little things, more and more things until you, you until you just you just choked and you can't fucking make it. At which point you'll just give in and willingly do it yourself. Like, no, fuck you, man. Like, get at me. Come find me. If I'm such a fucking threat, let's go. Fucking. <laughs> fucking. Well, think of yourself as an egg. You're an egg on a pan, and they're slowly turning up the heat because they want you to get nice and cooked. Yeah, but there's 101 ways to cook an egg. Like, these guys are idiots. Gonna crack are the yolk. Like, yeah. Gonna crack the shell, you know, like fucking idiots. I demand crack- to be hard boiled, <laughs> not scrambled. <laughs> Fuck you. Seriously though, it is it is bullshit though. I I can't. I it's really depressing. It's demoralizing. I hate the fact that I have to do this, but I don't know. You're doing it's. This is good. You're doing. You're taking one for the team. You're taking a jab for the team. This is great. Ugh. Yeah, that's not why. I am not doing this for the team. I'm not doing this for society. The only reason I'm doing this is... And that's what made me so mad. I want to get, like, a giant tattoo that says, like, forced to vax under threat of fucking homelessness or something. I just want to get, like, something that commemorates the 
Yeah, this was under coercion. Didn't do this, you bastards. Well, I think we need to gather more voices like this and just have them like, what if we just swap the internet with live streams every day of confessions? Yeah. Who's going to watch them, though? <laughs> well, if every like, let's... If there's 100 people on Facebook and fucking 20 of them decide to just fucking swarm their confessions all in one day and just, like, you know, swamp the feeds... That's one way. That's how all the other fucking big businesses do it. Big release day, just like oh, but boom, sponsored, sponsored this shit. I but, should though. I should just like record a little thing, like my thoughts on the vaccine after I get it. Yeah, and we'll see. Like we'll see if I change. <laughs> Will the vaccine I change did. my mind? Will I become a zombie like the rest of them? We'll see. My sex drive is gone. I can't even get a heart on anymore. This is bullshit, dude. You like honestly, I am genuinely afraid of that. It, it might happen. I've heard. Well, thank cases. you. That's encouraging. It might happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know what else to fucking tell you, man. <laughs> when I had COVID, I couldn't, I couldn't. When I had COVID, I couldn't get hard on fucking. Well, there you go. Too, can do shit. So maybe the vaccine only does that for like a week or two. No, not even. Maybe the vaccine gives you like a super giant hard on. <laughs> it's the opposite oh, of COVID. Fun. Oh, the wrong needle. We gave you some fucking Viagra and Soralis uh, dope double dose. <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> just walking around. Just say that I got the vaccine. There you go. If I pay you 50 <laughs> bucks, will you give me like a fake shot and we'll just pretend you gave me the good one? <laughs> give me some saline. Give me something harmless. Give me some of that uh, chlamydia you got over there. <laughs> You're just walking down the street, pitching a tent. Everyone's just looking at you. You're like, what? What's going on? I'm vaccinated. Oh, what? <laughs> you never seen a fucking dick before? Fuck off. <laughs> just stroll out of the vaccine clinic with your giant dick in your hand. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, we're trying to make light of it because it's fun. Well, what else are we supposed to do with it? You know, and if people want to hate on us because we, and this is the, this is how we come to conclusions. We've got to come up with radical ideas on the subject, you know, because at this point, yeah. anything's possible. Like, <laughs> like, especially in this country, like nobody really cares. Nobody's doing anything. Nah. Well, everyone's like, my. When my dad told me, he's like, you're being selfish. You're not getting the vaccine. I'm like, what the fuck is the problem? <laughs> I know. It's bullshit. It make, makes no sense. Just like, what the hell? Come on now. Come on. <laughs> well, people are like, well, you know, they when they said you can't smoke indoors, nobody complained about that. It's public health. It's like. Number one, I'm sure a lot of people did complain about that when it happened. And number two, like, at least I can still smoke outside. Like, that's... Yeah. And there's no other option. It's like, vax or you're fucked. Vax are homeless. Vax are broke. Vax are no job. Well. I ain't scared. What? I ain't scared. Like, like I Why said, not? like I said, if they, they want this vaccination shit to be so bad, like you fucking, you're already taking a half of our constitutional rights away. Just fucking get at us with guns. Let's go. 
And I'm sure all the vaccinated people won't have a problem with that. Let's go. I know. I kind of agree with you in a sense, but like, I don't know. Well, like, we'll fight. Some people without the. You're lucky. What's what's that? What'd you say? Are they threatening to fire you for not getting vaxxed? No. No, no. We'll just keep it out of the narrative. God, you're so fucking lucky. I wish I had a job like that. Well, my boss is always bringing it up. He's like, you know, if you just get it, then it's it's done. It's taking, you don't have anything to worry about. I'm like, well, I'm not worried to begin with. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, he's just... He's, he's, he's definitely trying to encourage me, but he's also not breaking my balls over it, you know. Well, you're lucky. Over here, they just told us straight up. They sent us an email saying, you have until this date to get vaccinated, and if you don't, you're fired. Like, they told what? us straight up, your, your, empl- your termination of employment. That's what they, they said. It's just like, I never got that email. <laughs> well, they called me and said, well, did you get the email? I was like, yeah, I did. I ducked them for, like, a couple days, too. It's like, I don't want to talk to you people. Just keep showing up on site like fucking Marvin from fucking Office Space. And just, <laughs> just, yeah, I should. Just just keep showing up. Like, what are you doing? Like, well, that's my post. Like, this, this is all I know. Like, just play stupid. Like, this is all I know. Like, <laughs> they, they, they wouldn't even let me into the building. Show up with your uniform on? Even if I show up my uniform, they wouldn't let me in. What the fuck? Oh, because you're not vaccinated. Yeah, they won't let us into the client sites unless we're vaccinated. What if you invested in one of those like hyper chamber helmets that give you oxygen and you're not nope. fucking dicks? Bottom line, if I want to remain an employee at the company I'm currently working at, I need to get vaccinated. That's that's their role. What can I say? Uh... My family is just busting my balls. Like, I'm not getting any real support from them. I just feel completely boxed in. Like, fine, I'll get the fucking jab if that makes you happy, you pricks. Dicks. Dicks. Yeah, that's where we're at. And honestly, like, I'm just... Because even once I get the vax, I'm not going to go places. Like, I'm still not going to go to theaters. I'm still not going to go to restaurants. And fuck you. Like, I'm boycotting. I'm surprised there's no restaurants in Ottawa that are just like saying, fuck you, we don't give a fuck. Well, they probably, they're oh, probably there are open. some, but they're getting shut down and they're getting their licenses taken away and stuff. Bullshit. Like one place got their li- liquor license taken away. Like, yeah, they're, they're, they're cracking down on that. Oh, what does it say here? A couple places just straight up shut down. They were like, we can't in good conscience comply with this mandate. So, yeah, we're, we're closing our doors. I respect that. Oh, commissioners reserves the right to terminate your license at any time without, without reason? What the fuck? They can't terminate my license, but they can terminate my employment. All right, grab your torch and pitchforks. We're going to raise hell. We're going to go to the Capitol Hill. Rise up! But yeah, I don't. I don't care if this gets back to them. They can. They can go fuck themselves. I'm not happy with my company right now. Like honestly, I feel like just leaving Canada altogether. Like this is the way our fucking country is gonna be. I don't want to stick around for this shit. Like, Dude, what if what if you milk it? What if you milk it and say you need med- you need like mental health leave from the company? 
They're not going to give it to me. They're going to fire me on Thursday if I don't have the, the jab. That's it. No excuses. Well, that's just it. You get the mental health before. You get the mental health benefits before, you know. <laughs> what, in like in, in five days? Do you have vacation time? Do you have vacation time like logged up? Yep. You Malcolm all. Don't go back to work. Start starting like right now. Just it doesn't say, matter. I'm, I'm on uh, technically right now I'm on unpaid leave. Really? Yeah. Yesterday was the day. Yes, the fifteenth of October, four PM. We had to declare our back status. I didn't. So they said, okay, we're placing you on unpaid leave, administrative leave until Thursday. And if you don't have it by Thursday, you're fired. What if you tell them that you identify as vaccinated? They're going to say, you, you, you now identify as fired as well. And they're going to show me the door. But you're non-binary. You, you, <laughs> you identify as whatever yeah. you want. When you want. We don't care about that. We don't we employ you anymore. That. Get the fuck out. We have a liberal government. They're going to support this. No. Are you fuck? That's 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 the funniest thing you've ever said. That's great. <laughs> the liberal government is the one fucking us up the ass here. Although to be fair, the conservatives would probably do it too. I don't know. Oh yeah. At this point, I don't know who to blame. I'm just so fed up. Like, it's bullshit. Honky dory bullshit. But yeah, seriously, fuck the company. I'm not. I'm. I'm not gonna be. I'm. I refuse to ever be like. Technically, I wasn't a good employee to begin with, but after this, I'm going to become even worse. Yeah, because you're that guy. Yeah. It's the American way. You go in and you do everything half-assed. I'm taking a page from the Americans on this one. Fuck Canada. Well, I think go back to work and then... You get vaccinated and then ask for, I get a doctor's note saying you need mental health leave and just start milking it. Yeah, I guess I could hold off on that second back, but it doesn't matter if I have mental health leave or not. If I don't get the second back, I know fired. And yeah, just follow through. I know it sucks, but you know, once you have the vaccine, you're good to go. It doesn't matter. But yeah, the thing. die of myocarditis. Well, I just wanted to say, in case this vax kills me, in case I get myocarditis or a stroke and I die, or my testicles get super inflated and need to be removed or whatever the fuck happens, I just want to say, I love you. I'm glad we did this show. I'm glad that we had 30 years of living a relatively good life in a decent enough country and I I am very disappointed, and I just feel like I feel like I'm walking towards like the death march. I know it sounds over dramatic, but it just really feels like yeah, this is like the death of choice. So I just need to make this declaration once and for all before oh, the man. fucking polydium parasites come into my bloodstream and attach themselves to my brainstem and make me into a completely different person. It's like a lamb to the slaughter, or a cow walking down the line into the slaughterhouse. Yeah. It's like a lamb to the slaughter. That story about some bitch beating her husband to death with a rack of lamb. Yeah, that was in a chicken soup book. Spoiler alert, the cops ate it. Right, and and right, right as he's eating it, he's like, I feel like the, our, the answer to our case right now is underneath our nose. Yeah, exactly. What a dumb story. Fucking bullshit. Do you remember reading the one about 
about the fat kid who's in the foot like in gym class and the gym teacher kept making him run laps with like garbage bags <laughs> no oh man that's not a story that 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 actually happened that was me <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the moral of this little short story was, but <laughs> abuse fat kids. I don't know. At some point, like the fat kid, just like he kept getting bullied, and he like just beat up the teacher or like the one of the kids bullying him or something. Really, that's the story. <laughs> yeah, the gym teacher, like, the fat run. The fat kid doesn't want to run, so he beats up the gym teacher. That's a great oh, story. The, I should have done that. The fat kid kept running and just like listening, listening, and then you know, I guess another teammate was teasing him and shit. At one point, yeah, he snapped no. so during during a during a football match or something like that. Just like they let him play, and he just demolished this guy. <laughs> Why didn't he beat the shit out of the kid making fun of him? He went after the teacher instead. No, he went after the kid. Oh, okay, well there you go. And the coach. And then he like, went Dang. to jail, and he got fucked in the ass multiple times. Yes, it's a happy ending. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's a happy ending. <laughs> they made us read a lot of like stupid short stories in high school. Like, what is the moral of this story? What are the literary devices? Like, who cares? This is wank. I I never paid attention. Just like, give me those fucking papers. <laughs> I paid attention to this. Well, in English class. Like, I paid attention to the books and the stories they made us read in English, but I never paid attention in French. Yeah, I didn't care. Well, I don't know. I just showed up to French class. I'm like, I don't want to hear lectures about linguistics. Just give me the fucking papers. <laughs> God, those French books. Like, La Route de Schlieffel. Like that. Dude, I never fucking once read any of the books in high school. sound, All these stupid fucking books. I didn't read any of them. Not one. I would just sit and damn it, it happened again. Fuck, I lost him. He's gone. Okay, so one hour and 30 minutes is the mark. It's all right, people. It's all right. Shit happens. Thank you all for going to the Acid Flashback Review. This is episode 13 with my good friend, Alex Picardi. We love you all. Thanks for listening.